I just okay. I want to know who, how big do the people who make earbuds think human ear holes are? Because I, I'm a I'm a regular sized dude, and like I put the smallest fucking little thing on there, and it's still like, uh, like damn near painful to wear earbuds. What the fuck? Anyway, yeah, you got uh, tiny ear holes. Apparently, I do. I hear just fine, so it's not restricting that. It's funny. I um, I don't need to go smaller than the regular one, the regular size. But I have, if you know, if it gives you like an options to switch out to the smallest, I have to go to the smallest. But it usually uh, nine times out of ten, it fits just fine. I just I, like I, I guess I'm, I'm not a tiny person. Well, I don't think that has to do with your ear size. The oh, ears is one still. thing. Cause shell, cause shell, you know, I probably have sixty pounds on her, mm-hmm. and her ears are bigger than mine. Yeah, my ears are small. Heather's ears are bigger than mine, so that has nothing to do with how big you are as a person. Right. I understand that. It's just weird to me. Like, why, why, why does it hurt? You got a pinhead, maybe. Dude, you know very well I do not have a pinhead. You and I can share hats, and you know how big your head is. Yeah, I have a big head. You've seen me try to wear normal-sized hats. It's comic how tiny they are. I told you about that story when I looked for a hat for a party, and they literally found one, and I wish I was joking. I was like, I think I have one that might fit you. And he went to the top, of the shelf, he had to use like a ladder to get to it, and he <laughs> took. And he took, he took the box down, and he did this. <laughs> it was so much dust collected on it; it hadn't been moved in probably years. <laughs> and it still, reason. and it still didn't fit. We are the reason <laughs> that hat tags say one size fits most. Yeah, <laughs> we can't say all because that ain't true. No, not even a little bit. Melon heads. Hello, I'm Damon, and we are Black Nerd Radio. I'm here again, once again, with Evan. The stand-in co-host, Evan. Yes, sir, and uh, glad you guys are listening. So, sorry we missed you last week. We just couldn't make it happen, and, and, you know, life gets in the way. It just happens. Being an adult sucks. It does. Yeah, it does most times. But we can still have we can have ice cream for breakfast. So there, you know. Oh, there's that. Well, I'm creeping up on fifty. I probably can't even do that anymore. (laughs) You can't. There are just serious consequences if you do. Yes, very serious consequences. Oh, um. So what you been up to, man? Um, working a lot. Um, uh, 
bought a screen door that I have as yet to put in. That's speaking of things that being an adult sucks. Um, like I don't want to do home maintenance. Can I just pay someone to do it? But no, I've got that whole like old dude mentality now. Or like, no, I'll do it. You watch. I can do this. So, uh, but I yeah. generally I am the king of I'll pay someone else to do it. But I do. I did. I uh, yeah. I'll talk about it forever. Uh, we had like a sink issue back when I lived in Sherwood, mm-hmm. and some stuff needed to be replaced. It was like a. It wasn't like major plumbing work, but it was it was something you would just usually hire someone to come and do. And I I some I just kind of had this weird thing. I was I looked at it, I was like, I think I can do this. So I got on it, I got on YouTube to kind of confirm what I was thinking, and it confirmed <laughs> it and I did it. And I was like, Well, now I'm a plumber. <laughs> there are certain things absolutely like I won't I won't do anything major electrical. No way. Um, plumbing oh, yeah. is plumbing isn't that hard, really. It's just a matter of knowing what to what to put on where, and you know, do I put plumber's tape? Do I use pipe dope? Um, you know, it's it, I just like saying pipe dope if I'm honest. But uh, but there are other things like yeah, no, that's for somebody else to do because I'm not fucking like we had a we had a tree break. We had an, a, like a 50 year old birch tree break, and I was like, I'm not dealing with that. No way. Trees kill people. That's all I know. <laughs> so <laughs> like we're gonna do we're gonna get the people who know what they're doing, who have the bucket truck. Of course it was on a Sunday, because you know, fuck you, that's why. But uh <laughs> so we had to pay the weekend rate for them to come out and take care of it. But yeah, absolutely. Like I'm not doing that. I'm not messing around with trees. No, not mm-mm. I am not a lumberjack and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I get that. I get that totally. I um, me I've been it's not it's mostly been work. Uh, Eloise is uh in basketball as well as softball, and she was trying tennis, but it 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 wasn't the right fit. The tennis part wasn't the right fit, at least that particular class. So I've been just running her around to those things a lot, and work and the girlfriend. So it was just I've been just busy with one of those three things right um i want to get back to shooting again you know uh, for anyone who doesn't know i do a lot of short films and evan has probably been in 80 percent of the stuff i've done so i i act in a lot of your short films well i i say words and don't look at the camera which i'm pretty sure is at least 50 percent of acting (laughs) (laughs) like hey can you not look at the camera all right you can be on it (laughs) <laughs> but uh other than that it's been very uh very uh low key for me. Oh, excuse me. Um one thing that was kind of annoying is I uh every year there's this horror festival that comes up uh the Portland uh horror film festival mm-hmm. and I've gone the last 4 years and I've loved it and I was going to go this year but they were really late about getting posted when the next one is because it's not all it's always in the month of June, but not always the same week. Okay. So I would all generally I would like get time off, you know, because when I put in my bid for my vacation, uh, I put in that week so I'd have that week off so I can just go to this film festival and not worry about work and all that shit. 
and uh, they were late, late, later than usual in getting, um, getting that post out of when it was. So when I had to pick my vacation time, because there's a certain time you're actually, you know, you're actually given a day and a time when you can go in and put your bids in for your vacation. Cause that sucks. One thing that sucks that's great about where I work is I have so much time off per year, but you have to pick it out a year in advance. That's the catch. Uh, and, yeah. well, you know, there are yeah. going to be trade-offs. Yeah. So I um, take your, what, 19 weeks of vacation if I had to choose it like that. <laughs> well, I think this year it's, uh, I think this year it's seven. Unions seven. work, people. That's all I'm saying. Hell yes. Call me a communist if you want. But... Local 162. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so I just like, yeah, I was like, well, this year I'm not going to get to go, you know, because I just don't know when it's going to be. Uh, and I get a notification last, uh, the, that uh, like the week before last, the week we missed, uh, that um, – that they have the new dates and it's actually on the week I already had off next month. So I was, uh, I was, I was happy as a pig and shit. I was like, fuck yeah. And then like (laughs) Friday, then Friday I got a notification that they couldn't secure all the days for that week. So they just moved it to the following week, which is, I don't have off. So, (laughs) So I can't go this year now. That's why you don't get nice things. That's that is, that that is, that is why. Sense. <laughs> I was like, hey, I was like, oh, of course. Why would it work in my favor? Why would it? <laughs> I don't deserve it. <laughs> you know, next next time. Yeah. Uh huh. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> After um, I don't after I'm sorry whatever whatever the next horrible thing that's happening cancels it maybe it'll be World War Three I don't know but what's the what's the next terrible thing that that will start canceling things? Uh, uh, we'll get super COVID. I think COVID will come <laughs> back, but it'll be like mutated. It'll be a super COVID. Now, Me- that'll be the name mega too. COVID. No, mega mega. I'm COVID. going for I'm going for mega. Okay, so so we've got a we got a pool here, right? People yeah. can start participating. You say super, I say mega. Uh, let's see if let's see if any of the listeners have anything to chime in with what the uh, with what the intensifier <laughs> for COVID will be. Fucking COVID again! It's but COVID take, season. Get your mask. I'll take, I'll take I'll take mega in the pool. God. So, Mister, uh, we had uh, a lot go on in the two weeks. We were the week. Uh, the week we're gone. Uh, the week. The week the show came out, we lost uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Yes, which is something I actually want to talk about in a later segment. But, uh, but no, yeah, talk about it now. Talk about oh, okay. it. Okay. Well, because we because we had discussed talking about you know because we always talk about what we watch, uh, but we don't talk about what we listen to because we can't listen to Black Nerd Radio all the time, right? How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> I will have you know. I listen to all the ones, even the ones I'm not on. Okay. Right. So, um, <laughs> but uh, one of the podcasts I've been listening to lately is Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. And oh. he has his co-host, uh, co-host is Frank Santo Padre, whom I had never heard of, 
but um, when I looked up his IMDb, he's a he's a comedy writer, and he has written for a shitload of things that you've watched. Um, and it's mostly it should be Frank Santo Padre's podcast because he does most of the like actual questions, and then Gilbert Gottfried just kind of bees Gil- Gilbert Gottfried. Well, not anymore, obviously, but um, and it's a it's a lot of uh, old Hollywood people and comedians, but in a totally different vein than say Joe Rogan talking to other comedians. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it, it's surprisingly entertaining. Cause I know a lot of people hate Gilbert Gottfried's shtick. Um, yeah. And I, and I get it, but um, it, there's, there's actually some really interesting and insightful stuff that goes on. And it, it, it's not, you know, you're not going to hear a lot about politics or anything like that, but it's just about like, old it's old old hollywood um and and really entertaining i uh, i enjoy it i i would recommend it highly okay uh anything else you've been listening to um mostly that uh uh and i'm going to uh, uh what's the best way to put it i'm going to include who her husband is but when you hear the name we won't go down that road again uh, there's a uh, there's another old Hollywood podcast called You Must Remember This by Karina Newworth, who is uh, Ryan Johnson's wife. That Ryan Johnson, yes. Oh, okay. um, and she she does it's just her, and she does a lot of heavy research. The series she's doing right now is uh, sex films in the or the the sex films of the eighties, not porn, but like you know body heat and flash dance and right. American Gigolo. Um, but uh, I I like her content, but she has some idiosyncrasies when she pronounces things that, that kind of oh. get under my skin because of you know I'm auditory. So when she'll she'll pronounce T's like D's and D's like T's. Oh God, that could get so annoying say, after a while. It, 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 the content is interesting enough that I can get past it. Um, but <laughs> just a just a word of warning: I do recommend listening to a few of her uh, a few of her podcasts and see if you can put up with it because the content is interesting. Um, so um, that's uh, those are the two I've really been listening to a lot that aren't just like you know, that I have, they're, they're fairly well developed. They've been around for quite a while, so I'm not exactly caught up with them. And then there's weekly stuff that I listen to. That's just like, you know, current events and stuff like that. Conspiracy, conspiracy shit. Cause I enjoy it and all that. But, uh, but yeah, those are, those are the two that I've really been uh, uh, going to town on. You know, it's funny. Uh, it's actually a good segment to have uh, what we've been listening to. It's weird. I, I listen, you know, at work, I listen to one or three things. Uh, and I I'll listen to it all day from the time I get there till the time I'm walking out. I listen to either podcasts or I'll decide to listen to music for a few hours or audiobooks. And I'll go and it ebbs and flows. I'll go through uh, phases where all I want to listen to is music or all I want to listen to is podcasts or all I want to listen to are audiobooks. And right now I'm going through an audiobook phase. And and sometimes, you know, I have Audible. I've had it for, I don't know, five, six years now. Uh-huh. And uh, I find that I I go through phases of books I want to hear, like, I'll listen to like some biographies of some people I think are interesting. 
and or just horror, straight horror or straight science fiction or or something funny. But right now, I say the last month, I've really been just itching for just trashy kind of horror and suspense novels. And I mean, like, you know, and I'm talking like shorter books, you know, because like you get a Stephen King book or a Dean R. Koontz or a or a uh, what's his name? Um, oh, what is his name? Um, Jonathan Mayberry, who does he does a lot of suspense and thrillers. Uh, their books, their, their audio books would be, you know, 15, 20 hours. And <laughs> yeah. if you get to like and if you get to like a Stephen King book, some of his books, you know, damn near 40 hours. Yeah, and it's, it's only a twelve hundred page novel. What? <laughs> But the ones I've been listening to, I've been listening to a lot of this artist. He's not new, but he's new to me. Is Jeff Strand, okay. and another one is um, uh, Brian Keane. Now they do like dime store horror novels, kind of trashy, kind of kind of throwaway. They're you know they're like five, six, seven hour, like a long, like a long Brian Keane book audio book would be nine hours, eight hours. Okay, that's a long one. They average around six to seven, but like, so a nice I, shift. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. or I'll listen to them for like four hours, and I'll listen to a podcast, and I'll listen to the other four three hours the following day. They're fun. They're uh, they're they're short enough to where they they don't drag shit out. Because sometimes you listen to uh, Stephen King, he can use an editor. It's like yeah. I don't need three chapters on what this house looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your cocaine fueled typing isn't necessary, Stephen. Oh, he hasn't. He hasn't had those in decades since the eighties. But right. but but, still. but now he's Stephen King. So you don't edit me. I'm a fucking. You know, there's no one that has my catalog or my consistency for good shit. I I know what I know. You know, it's basically where he is now. <laughs> would you edit George Lucas? Exactly. Well, I actually would, but well, yeah. uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't edit John Carpenter, or 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 Stephen or Spielberg. But you know, King is in that he's in, you know edit him. You 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 what you do? You just proofread, make sure he didn't make any typos, and then you send it on its way. Because and shut the fuck up. You know that's that's where you're at with him. But uh, some of these stories, other stories are shorter. They move fast. Like I just I just finished. Uh, a trilogy of books in the last two weeks called clickers one, two, and three. And they're about these mutated. Well, they're not mutated. They've been here forever. It has never had a reason to surface until the time it presented itself with these giant crab crustaceans, some the size of like small dogs in the first one. And they're being driven by this other sea being that, uh, a race of sea people that we didn't know about, and they're basically just assaulting uh, the East Coast, uh, on bent on world domination. And that then the second fun. book, it is they're totally fun. Then the second book is the same thing, um, uh, except now these these clickers are the sizes where they're just like crabs, crab scorpion hybrids. And they're like okay. the size of Volkswagens, the way they're described. They're like the size of cars. 
and uh, it was they're just fun. And uh, I listened to all three of those books from Jeff uh, or Brian Keene, and then uh, Jeff Strand. Uh, he's another one. Well, he's more of a pulpy writer, but he had this book called Deathless, and another one, uh, Midnight Mass, not Midnight Mass. Um, uh, Allison about this girl with is basically Firestarter, but instead of fire, she's just a telekinetic. She just breaks stuff, mostly bones and shit, and people. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was it's they're I they've been fun, but I've been on this kick for trash, trashy books, and it's I'm enjoying it. But you um, know, it, you can't always be reading War and Peace. Yeah, you know, just like you can't always be watching Citizen Kane or listening to fucking Vivaldi. You know, sometimes you gotta like, hey, I want to, I want I want to watch a stupid B fucking sci fi flick. That you know, there's nothing wrong with mental bubble gum. I'm telling oh. that I'm, I'm telling you this because I need to tell me this because this me should have told 22 year old me that a long time ago. Not that that makes <laughs> sense, but <clears throat> anyway. Now uh, there's uh, you were talking about uh, that podcaster who you can't stand the way she talks. Well, it's not there... that I can't stand it. It's just it. It's it's a little grating. No, no, like you said, said she was the worst, <laughs> and she should fucking die. I just, I just, I'm just, just quotes, folks. I'm just quoting what he said. <laughs> I've been taking notes this entire time. Most horrible pronunciation ever. There's this uh, trilogy of books I listened to that I uh, I liked the books, but the narrator was fucking difficult to get through. I oh, yeah. uh, there were uh, what's cool about the books is that. They're local as a local artist, local writer, a guy, uh, Joseph Zuko. He did a uh, three books. One was called Infected Battleground, Infected Death Sentence, and Infected Nightfall. Uh, the first one is, uh, uh, I think the first one is um, Battleground, and it's like Joseph's first day. And basically, this guy works at downtown Portland in a furniture store. And they, they when he's, you know, cause a lot of people write about cities they don't live in. But I was like, the way this guy was writing is like, oh, he definitely lives here or knows the area because he's, he's, he's talking about a part of Portland that I completely know. And he's 100% right. And then, uh, anyway, this guy, the zombie apocalypse breaks out during his lunch break. And the whole book is him getting back to Vancouver, where he actually lives, to his wife and kids. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole book. And, like, the crazy uh, list of events that happened on his way there and how he's trying to survive. And it's pretty good. See, and, here I was thinking he was trying to get back to Battleground. Well, it's funny. <laughs> the end of the book, he gets to the house. They let, you know, uh, his wife left a note that they were to go stay with because of all the shit that's going down, they went to go kind of stay with her parents, more, more particularly her dad, because he's kind of one of those, you know, in the sticks and guns and right. land. And, a battleground you know, person. Yeah, and <laughs> and he lives in battleground. So the second book, the second book is Battleground, Karen's First Day. So you get the same time frame, but from his wife's perspective and her wow. getting the battleground. And then the third book is when they get the family together 
and it's called uh, Death Sentence. And it's basically just like, you know, what happens, how they get together, and how they are going to survive this. Great books, a lot of fun, especially for zombie books. It's like uh, it, they kind of skip a lot of the normal tropey shit, shit. So that what kept it interesting. But the hardest part about all three books is that if I wasn't so into the story, I'd have to just stop listening because of the narrator. I'll play for you when I see you next time I see you, but I am not exaggerating. This is how he sounds. Uh, Joseph, and he has no inflection. And a lot of times you, only time he changes his voice if he's doing a woman, but even that is, is hard to listen to, but he'll be like, Joseph goes to the car and then (laughs) someone, you know, he had no idea he was in for a fight. Oh shit! It was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then you read like, because uh, when you get these audiobooks, you can do a lot of like details and find out, read the synopsis and all that shit. And then you can read reviews of the book. I'd say if there was a hundred reviews, seventy of them talked about what is the deal with this fucking narrator. <laughs> it's yes. like, why does he keep picking this guy? Are they? Does he owe? Does he owe? You know, is he owe him a favor? Is he in debt with a bookie? And this is like the, it's, it's awful. The Just narrator's because awful. you can talk doesn't mean you're a voice actor. I don't get it. Uh, like, I like read the room, dude. Read the fucking reviews. Why would you have him on every book you have? He must be a friend or, or something. It's just the guy's a terrible narrator. Maybe he started off with him and then like, well, I can't change the horse mid race kind of thing. Ah, no. I'm sorry if uh, if I had a book, I wrote a book and it was successful, and then uh, or it was trying to be, I was trying to make it successful, and the number one thing people are saying, uh, anything negative is the narration, and get rid of this narrator. I'm gonna have yeah. to get rid of that narrator. Yeah, Just listen that's... to your audience. Listen to your audience. Yeah, you know. All right. Uh, okay, we're. We better move on. I'm just bitching about narrators now. Uh, what have you been watching, sir? Um, did we discuss The Northman? No, you saw it? Yes. I went and saw uh, it last Saturday. Uh, uh, I think we I'm were going to talk I'm about it last week. It. I'm actually going to see it this Saturday. But tell me, don't without any spoilers. You're right, no spoilers. Let no spoilers. me have it. Um, it's pretty fucking amazing. Nice. Um, it's... Uh, when we left, Carol was like, you know, I always like a retelling of Hamlet. Um, but uh, apparently it's based on Norse mythology that Hamlet is based on. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it, the, the visually striking um, Skarsgård does an excellent job. Well, all he really, ha- well, not all he has to do is be hulking, but he is hulking. You know, we talked about, we've talked at length about Chris Hemsworth's, uh, what is it, Lats? No, Trapezius. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just, he, he's fucking enormous in this. And um, there's, <clears throat> there's a lot of violence, but a lot of it is implied violence. The, 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 the phrase that came to mind, which makes no sense, was subtle brutality. Like, it's really brutal, but a lot of it happened. The, the actual horrible thing that's happening, you're not seeing on screen, which I think was more impactful, honestly. Um, 
And uh, the only person who really stood out as maybe not belonging there was Nicole Kidman. Everybody else did a great job. Ethan Hawke fucking tore it up. I was, uh, you know, I don't, I've never thought of him as a bad actor, but I never thought of him as an especially good actor. He's, uh, he is punching above his weight physically. Nice. Because Ethan Hawke's not a big dude, but like you're watching him and surrounded by people who are, and he's, he still fills up the room. Um, uh, Willem Dafoe has a little bit part in it uh, that he does an excellent job. And Nicole Kidman wasn't bad, but she just, she didn't, I I didn't feel like she was, uh, she was right for the role, but I'm not Robert Eggers. So, you know, I don't have any, I don't have any room to criticize. (laughs) Pardon me. Um, But uh, yeah, I, I will be really surprised if you don't at least like it. Man, yeah, I'm going to see it this weekend because uh, Sean and I are going to check it out. It's something I really wanted to see, so I'm definitely going to see it. So. Yeah, uh, you, you uh, I, yeah, abs. I would be, uh, I would be beyond surprised. I would be, I would be shocked. Man, all right, that's high praise. I will see it. Um, what else have you been watching? Um, I finished up Moon Knight. Yeah, me um, too. What do you I, think overall? <laughs> it tapered off for me. Right. Like I enjoyed, I enjoyed the beginning and you know, I don't think it was the insane asylum, but I think it was the insane asylum. No, no, it kind of ground things down to a halt. And uh, here's the thing. I, I, I thought it was good. Not great. And it was, it wasn't a, uh, some of these, not all, but some of these Marvel shows, and not as Marvel, some of the Star Wars shows like Mandalorian, not so much Boba Fett, but Mandalorian for yes. sure. And I think Obi-Wan is going to be this, but kind of like event TV, like you're just clamoring at the bit to see the next episode. You get yes. like the first thing you do when you get a free minute is to watch yep. it. Uh, I didn't get that with Moon Knight. I wanted to. I got it in the beginning, but it kind of tapered off. And I felt it was good, not great. I wanted to see the story end. I felt... It spent a little too. It's six episode arc, and it still felt like one episode too long. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, they spent a little for me. I mean, the acting. I mean, Oscar Isaac did a great acting job, especially uh, episode five when you're kind of realizing <clears throat> why this alternate ego kind of exists. You know, right. like, and uh, but it, it felt like it could have been done faster. And got on with more of the story. It was yes. just it, it just kind of kind of dragged a little bit, and uh, it wasn't none of it was bad. It was just no. good, not great, or fair. Um, the uh, the one thing that really stood out to me is when I can't and I can't remember the goddess's name, but the hippo goddess when oh yeah. When, when they both re- their reactions to her, I was like, oh, Oscar Isaac's doing a hell of a job here. Yeah, you forget the same guy. Yeah, I mean, obviously they look alike, but the but the way that Stephen reacts as opposed to the way that Mark reacts, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I I can I can see that. That's 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 Oscar Isaac doing a a good job acting. He did a great job because I I kind of forgot these are two different people played by one person because he really they really he really kept them different. Yes, and he didn't he didn't waver at all on that. He did a great job. I mean, everyone did a great job. I did like the kaiju battle. Oh yeah, Hobbit and Kanju. I I enjoyed that because I I 
I've always liked giant monster movies. And I like the God, I like the original Godzilla movies and King Kong and the newer ones, not so much, even though they're more photorealistic on the special effects. But uh, the, the fact that these were, these weren't things that were based on something vaguely, well, they're based on something vaguely real, but like if there were giant or avatars of gods clashing around above me, I would expect it to look pretty much like that. Um, and just the, the thought of behemoths rampaging through Cairo was, was, uh, is entertaining to me. And I liked how they pulled that off. Yeah. I thought it was good. I, I but yeah. yeah, there was aspects that were really good and like all the fight stuff was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, this part of me was like, eh. could have been better. Yeah, but um, but uh, you know, I'm looking forward to next uh, next. Is it no? Oh, is it next month or is this month? Obi Wan is next month, right? May twenty seventh. So the so, end of this month. Two and a half weeks. Fucking sweet. Looking yes. forward to that. I I am too. I. And Ethan Hawke did a good job in this. Uh, yes, he did. Uh, he's having such a he's having such a resurgence. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to him in the Black Phone that comes no, out. I didn't know that. Look up the trailer of the Black Phone. Okay. That that comes out, I believe. Yeah, it comes out next month. Hmm. Uh, it's looks really good. Looks well, he's really never good. been he's never been a leading man, really. He's always been like a famous character actor. Right. Um, so, and, and, and good at it and been doing it for what, 40 years now, I think. Damn near. What, what was the, what was the kid space movie he was in? Was it oh, Explorers or? Uh, was that the Explorers? I can't remember. I, I, I'd look it up, but I'd kill the, the app because my phone can only do two things at, or one thing at once uh, when I'm on. Uh, uh, yeah, there's, there's the, explorers. That was his first. That was his first uh, film. His first acting credit. Yeah, was explorers eighty five. I, I was gonna. I was gonna say eighty four because I'm usually within a year. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, those video store muscles never quite go away. <laughs> um. Uh, that's another thing I saw. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. I saw. Um, oh, what else did I see in the theater? Oh, duh. Uh, Doctor Strange. I have his. I'll probably wait for streaming. I don't, Doctor Strange never really did anything for me, and I still, I still haven't watched the first one. Um, I've seen. Then, then what are you saying? <laughs> it doesn't do much for me. Have you seen anything? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean the character from the comics. Like, well, he's vastly different than the character from the comics. Okay. Uh, I strongly I'll, suggest I'll you watch the first one before you watch this one. Yeah. Um, I... um, if anything, watch uh, WandaVision if you can before this. Well, I already watched WandaVision. Okay, what do you think of WandaVision? You, you, we've discussed this, but not on the podcast. I liked WandaVision from beginning to end. I liked I liked episodes one and two, unlike some people. No, yeah, I did not. One I and know. two, well, it's actually the first three episodes. 
well, one and two and part of the third. And part of the third, yeah. Um, one and two could have been one episode. It did not need to be two. It was... It was too long, and, I, and it makes sense why they put them out at once because they because I they I'm not alone in the way I felt about it. No, I know, and I'm not and either. That's but why I think they I released the minority. Yeah, that's why they released those two at the same time because, and then did the third one. I was like, enough already. It's like it, it took the sales. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I mean, it's a great gimmick. But it went an hour and 15 minutes is a bit too long for that. I don't give a fuck. While you slowly roll out, the only reason, the only reason I watched, I continued, is because of all the goodwill Marvel has built up until then. I said, well, it's got to be a payoff. And there absolutely was a payoff. But it was, a, it was, if, if it was, if those were segmented into week episodes, like I had to wait two weeks, two weeks. And then part of a third, you know, and then going into the third week, still have half of that show what those first two episodes were. I'd check out. I would just like, fuck it. I'll go back to when it's all done and scan through, scan through. It's too much. See, I, I, I don't know. I liked the world building. I like world building because I like watching world building because I'm terrible at doing it myself. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> and I don't mind world building, but I got what they were doing. And they were just straight up telling, repeating old episodes of old shows with just a slight twist and then sprinkle in a little bit of a clue that leads the story forward. And I mean very little. But essentially we're watching, and I can look up and tell you which episodes. There wasn't like new episodes. They were recreating old episodes of Dick Van Dyke's show, um, of... um, of, um, God damn it. Uh, oh, not the Jeffersons, but um, oh, All in the Family and Brady Bunch. And it was, I was like, come on, enough already. But um, it's like they had a new toy and they wanted to play it a little longer than <laughs> expected. But you need to watch, yeah, knowing the knowledge from that versus what you see in the first Doctor Strange movie kind of leads you into this because it's, they're pretty much telling the House of M. I don't know if you remember that that storyline. I didn't. I didn't read it, but I I watched enough analysis videos uh, during WandaVision that I pretty much know what House of M is. It's basically House of M. Wanda is the villain, as as I thought she would be from the show. Anybody who read the comics would like think, yeah, it's probably where we're gonna see her. Uh, oh, and did you watch the What If stuff on Disney Plus? Yes. I, yeah, a little, a little bit of what if is in this movie too. It is really good. Now, Doctor Strange isn't one of my favorite characters. My daughter really likes Doctor Strange, uh, and so she was when her and I went. She was super stoked to see it. Um, but um, he's just okay, you know, for me. I like, <laughs> but I like Cumberbatch's version of Doctor Strange. He's basically Mystic Tony Stark. He's kind of an asshole. Kind of real, you know, always snide remarks. It's real, you, I'm surprised Magic you haven't watched Tony it. You, Stark instead of uh, instead of uh, mechanical Tony Stark. And it was like uh, it, it makes to- when you watch the first Doctor Strange and you watch this, and you see how those two were kind of snipping at each other all the time. 
in Infinity War and Endgame is it's because they're they're two peas of a pod. They're, they're two sides of the coin. They they really are. And nope, uh, I'm one's sure just, of it. One's I hate just, it. <laughs> one's just uh, missed, you know, and the missed dark arts, and the other one is a scientist. But um, yeah, you really uh, or astrophysicist. Uh, you um, yeah, you need to see it. Is it watch, true, watch the first one first. Is um, it true that uh, that uh, uh, other non MCU characters show up? Um, like a the well, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for anybody else. So uh, I think what you're about to say, but you can uh, just just ask ask your question. Reed Richards and Professor X. Yes, well, they are Marvel characters. They just right. But, but yeah, the MCU. Not in the MCU, technically yet. Well, now they but are. Now they because, are. <laughs> because, uh, because Disney owns Fox and they were Fox properties. <laughs> Disney owns fucking everything. <laughs> but um, so yeah, they weren't uh, so they yeah they they make an appearance. Um, and uh, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty cool actually. Um, but yeah, so don't watch it until you've seen the first one for sure. I won't. Yeah. Uh, it's Sam Raimi, right? Yeah, it has a definite. It's definitely one of the darker Marvel movies, and uh, and it deals with a lot of. Uh, it was just, it was really good. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Uh, Here's the important question: Is Bruce Campbell in it? Yes. All right. That's all I need to know. I'll watch it. <laughs> kind of like kind of like Bjork in The Northman. Like it's got Bjork in it. I'm fucking watching it. Well, she better be in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, there are there are parts that take part in Iceland, so absolutely she should be there. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend it. I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. It they uh, they it's just very um, I don't know. It's just very uh, it's a lot going on, and it, there's not a dull moment. <laughs> and uh um Elizabeth Olsen she really she really you know she plays that character well and uh she's just uh she was a good villain and you know, I didn't think she was going to be you know I wasn't sure how villainous she was going to be or they were going to pull the uh you know she's kind of a villain and she struggles nope she's straight up a villain and it was pretty good all right but uh, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been watching. That and a lot, I've been going down a lot of YouTube holes lately. I don't know what it is, but I've been watching a lot of YouTube because it's made to make you do that. That's why. I guess so. I do this, I do the same thing. I like, hey, yeah, I want to watch uh, some uh, Slavic guy build a fucking lean to in the snow. Why wouldn't I for half an hour? Dude, I went down a rabbit hole of watching uh, weird aquatic, uh, uh, rarely seen uh, species, and then I saw a thing okay. on sharks, and then I saw a thing on tidal waves. It was just, and it was like I didn't think I wanted to watch an hour's worth of clips about tidal waves and how they work and what damage they can do. But but that's what I did. You were wrong. <laughs> you didn't think you did, but you were wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking nuts. So before we go, I have uh, like a list of I would do this with Marcel from time to time. Just come up with a lot of geek questions. Just fun shit. Uh, 
And so there's no wrong answer. It's just your answer. And uh, I'm going to give you about eight, and then we're going to call it because I'm going to bed. I'm tired. Yeah, and I, I <coughs> technically only have like 10 minutes left of lunch. So Perfect. All right. So let's get on with it. Uh, JLA versus uh, the Avengers. We're talking the, the, the straight, the, the, you know, the original teams. JLA versus the Avengers. Who wins in a fight? Who wins in a fight? Yes. I'll, As uh, a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm thinking there's more power on Justice League side. I think if you if you quantified, you know, I know this is a standard geek trope, but you know, Batman could beat Wolverine in a fight. But uh, <laughs> and yes, I know Wolverine was not part of the original Avengers, but I mean, you have. All right, the J- okay, I'll give you uh, the JLA has, uh, let's see, the original team is, uh, there we go, I have to go to Wikipedia because to make sure I have the right group. All right, the JLA team is, of course, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash. Uh, Martian Manhunter and Green uh, uh, and Green Lantern. Yeah, I mean, you have cosmic power. You have, you know, Superman's basically a god. Wonder Woman's basically a goddess. The only human you have there, the the only human powered person, is the world's greatest detective, Flash. Uh, I, yeah, I, I gotta I gotta give it to Justice yeah, uh, yeah, because I think the original Avengers, uh, yeah, Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. Ooh, okay, well, let's see. For Superman, that's the Hulk. Uh, for Black Widow, that would be she would fight Batman or Captain America. Well, Captain America could kill Batman with his bare hands. Well, depending on how much, again, depending on how much time Batman has to prepare. <laughs> no time. <laughs> so, it's Iron just Man, a brawl. And then there's Iron Man's. Oh, that that would be a uh, that'd be a close fight. Because yeah, I, it'd be it'd be close. But I mean, Superman's indestructible for all. So is the Hulk. So is the Hulk. Yeah, that's true. But the Hulk can't fly. But he also can't die. He can't. He can jump good, but he can't fly. Yeah, but he but his jumps are, I think are three miles and so oh, yeah, what? there is that. <laughs> which is what miles. Superman origin which what Superman was originally. Right. Because Superman didn't used to be able to hover. But um I I I'm still going with Justice League. Yeah, I hear you. Um the only super threat I was thinking of was Superman, and since the Hulk's got him, uh I wanna say the Justice League, but or I wanna say the I wanna say the Avengers, but yeah. Oh, you also got Thor, who could go up against Superman. You know, I'm going with the Avengers. I'm going with the Avengers. I forgot you got right. two superpowered beings there versus one. The Hulk and Thor could tie Superman up pretty bad. But Wonder Woman is basically Superman. Yes and no, but she uh, she can Iron Man could go toe to toe with her. You think so? 
Uh, if he stick and moves. Yeah. Uh, and then and you also have um you also have um what's what's his face? Oh the the, the Green Lantern. Oh that's another yeah. and okay, that's what I'm all right. you know what? I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with uh JLA on that one. Because Green Lantern's ring could take care of Hulk. Right. Yes, that, and that no. power could it could it could tie him up. It could tie him up, but it won't okay. stop him I unless mean, the Hulk and, unless and, the Hulk is yellow. <laughs> no, and the, and the Hulk is impervious to uh, mental attacks, so there's no getting yeah. in his head or anything like right. that. All right, that's just too geeky of a deep cut. I'm just gonna let that go. <laughs> Leave that vagina drying conversation alone. <laughs> <laughs> the Ben Shapiro of conversation. <laughs> All right, let's go to a deeper nerd topic. Right. What type of uh, of uh, otherworldly being would you rather be? Use your choices: okay. werewolf, vampire, or zombie. Oh, vampire. Oh, werewolf for me. Yeah, I I have enough hair as it is, so. I identify with the werewolf. I think the werewolf is, they're the blacks of the monster community. They're the black so. folks of the monster community. Oh, yeah. Okay. They were uh, they're shunned by most. At one point, they were enslaved by vampires. So, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm going with werewolves. All right. <laughs> All right. What fictional gadget would you like to possess? Your choices are lightsaber. Uh, a portal gun, a jetpack, or a green or a lantern ring, a, gr- a green lantern power ring. Oh, ah. I'm gonna have to go with the portal gun. I'm going with the green lantern power ring. You think so? I, oh yeah. Now, are we you talking... know, the green lantern. It, the, 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 the you know, there's several lanterns and several things you can control with the different lanterns. But sure. green is it's only limited by your imagination. Granted, you can't go to portals with it or anything. You can't go to other dimensions through it, but you can create anything you want. You could fly, you could, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, only, it's only limited to what you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, that was actually my next clarifying question. Uh, are we talking like a Rick and Morty portal gun or like the game portal? Because no. if it's Rick and Mor- if it's the the game portal, then no. If it's a Rick and Morty portal gun, absolutely. Because the multiverse fascinates me, and being able to you know jump over to the next one would be really interesting. Too. What is the Rick and Morty portal gun? Um, it uh, it opens portals to different dimensions in the in the multiverse. I'm sorry, not Rick and Morty. What is the? I mean, oh, the game, portal the game. Uh, the game. Um, it's a it it's a. It's a platforming jumper game, but you have this uh, gun that will shoot uh, at a surface and it'll open up a portal and then you can shoot another portal and you can pass through it. But it's in, you know, it's just in 3D or 4D space. Um, So it's it's basically like, oh, I want to go over there, but there's a wall and I need to be on that platform that's up there so you can shoot shoot, shoot the portal gun at the wall in front of you and then the exit portal above that platform and you can jump through and land on the platform kind of thing. Um, gotcha. 
so yeah, if it, if it was that, not so much. I'd probably go with a lightsaber just because I'd love to be able to, you know, cut through concrete blocks with a lightsaber because it'd be fun. No, I was thinking more <laughs> or less the Rick and Morty portal gun. Okay, yeah, yeah, dimensions. that that absolutely because right. fascinated by fascinated by the multiverse. All right, what is the worst superhero movie of all time, in your opinion? Ooh, um. comic book superhero no video games right uh right okay because i was gonna go with blood rain but uh or anything uve bowl did um, <laughs> <laughs> although postal was actually pretty good i still i haven't seen postal but um i would say i would say probably Catwoman. oh my god i forgot about that yeah, I will I, never get I will never get that basketball scene out of my head. It it's that it, was I was horrible. traumatized. Yeah, you're right. That was fucking terrible. Yeah, it's it's it followed closely by the Affleck Daredevil. I was not oh. a fan of that. Yeah, that um, was terrible. But but Catwoman, I mean, it is. You know, you have to go back to like the the fantastic four that they made to keep the rights back in the 90s or like the fucking spider-man 70s spider-man shit or the 70s avengers where yeah for modern era absolutely catwoman okay well yeah and i just went with what made me angry (laughs) (laughs) when i was like watching i was like yeah fuck this movie in its ass for me that was from the time I say 15 minutes into the theater and I saw it in the theater, I was like, yeah, this movie can go fuck itself and fuck everyone involved. And it was the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd. Oh, I've never, I've never seen, I didn't read Judge Dredd at all. So I, I can't, and I haven't seen any of the Dredd movies, so I can't really speak to their quality. The Carl but... Urban Dredd, fucking phenomenal. Fun okay. as hell actually what the comic was like fucking great more of that and who doesn't love carl urban yeah he's just a likable guy he is and he's 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 been fun in everything i've ever watched him in so you watch him in the boys right oh yeah i'm not caught up in the boys oh can't wait for season three yeah that's so close um all right lightning round i gotta get back to work all right 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 um let's see okay i have a question okay you're given a million dollars a hundred million dollars hundred million money okay i may have asked you this question before but i don't think i have on the show um now if you follow these rules you can keep that hundred million dollars the second you break them money goes away is is this is is this the the money shot on my face no not that Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I know I've answered that on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. This. So you can get $100 million, but okay. you have to live in the state of Alabama 11 months out of the year. Now, you oh. one month a year, you can go anywhere you want in the world. You well, can go anywhere you want in the country, visit family and friends. But if you want, uh, if you want to keep that money, you have to stay in the confines of Alabama for like, can I cross state lines to get cheap cigarettes or do I 
<laughs> no. uh, what am I saying? Alabama has cheap cigarettes. What the fuck am I talking about? And you have a hundred million dollars. And I have a hundred million. Well, I still, you know. No, no. If you okay, want to no, say, let's say, go to dinner in Florida and then fly back, uh, you can do that. But you're, but the, uh, but within twenty four hours, you better be back. You can't spend any more than twenty four hours outside of that state for the for the remainder of your your life if you want to keep that hundred million dollars. If you spend fifty million dollars, you leave and go stay in another state overnight, you wake up, you no longer have fifty million dollars. Oh. One month a year you can leave the state for a month long vacation. And you could even go out of state for the day. But when that sun goes down, you better be back in Alabama. So, yeah. Why is this, why is this harder than getting jizz on my face? I had to think about it when it was asked to me. I was like, I don't know if I could do it. I know uh, I'd be so rich and, you know, $100 million. Hell, what I make now, which I, I do okay. I do pretty good, I think. But with what I make now, if I made that in Alabama, I could fucking, I could ball out of control. So yep. the fact that I have a hundred million dollars at my disposal, there's nothing out of my reach. I could fly people in. I could have. I'll, I'll live in a compound, <laughs> but I live have in parapets. fucking Alabama. I need parapets here. Um, I, uh, I just don't know if I can deal with that much backward assness. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, right? I. I mean, okay, let's be honest. It would be a little easier for me. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, ju- I don't think I could, I don't, I can barely deal with the stupidity around here. So I don't, <laughs> you know, a hundred million dollars would make it a lot easier to deal with the stupidity here, but I don't, I, don't, I would be, I, I would fucking be a recluse and I would, and I'd have a private jet. I'd have a helicopter. I'd be making a lot of day trips. or just staying on my mansion compound where everything i want and is there and i would just be a reckless you know i'm not i'm not greedy enough i don't think i mean i don't get me wrong i like money but i i don't know if i like it that much yeah i don't don't know i I mean obviously if i was if this if this insane scenario were presented to me i may have a different opinion but just as a hypothetical i would say no Wow, better man than I, me. I didn't I, think about it for a long time. I just, I, I don't know. When I'm at work, we have these weird conversations and shit like this comes up sometimes. And when it was asked to me, I was like, let me, I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, I really had to think about it. And I had to look at the pros and cons of living in Alabama. I actually looked that up and uh, just out of curiosity. And there's way more cons. <laughs> Take it. Taking that thought experiment to the next level, I'm going to do some fucking research. What do you mean, fiftieth in education? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is a lot of that. A lot of that. Yeah, I just be flying my friends in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> just make, just you no, know, you just like, hey, I'll buy you a house. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can suffer with me. Free house, <laughs> but you get to suffer with me. Oh, yeah, that was just like, yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Well, I was going to ask some more, but I guess I'm going to let you go. Um, oh, one last thing, okay. uh, uh, just to keep it geeky. What cheesy 
television show uh, from our childhood that you would bring back, but it has to be like a gritty, serious version of it. What would you do? Hmm. And not a movie, a TV show. Right, right. I'll tell uh, you mine uh, right now. Okay. I would do, I mean, it's already been done, but not the way I would do it, but I would redo The Six Million Dollar Man. Can I do things that preceded us but were in syndication? Sure. Gilligan's Island. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think. I mean, if you're doing it like a serious kind of survival thing, I think it could be really entertaining. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess you could make it. Yeah, it'd be weird to see a serious, no, because it has to be a serious, gritty version. Yeah. I, w- I want to see that shit. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It just it popped into my head, and I was like, that actually could work. Yeah, I would do a $6 million man and really focus on black ops stuff. Mm, and then okay. and then uh, Steve Austin doesn't want to do it anymore, and then he becomes an enemy of the state. I think it'd be pretty fun. But, you know, I'd have to think about it because they would just, they would, you know, someone with that kind of power, they would just put a chip in them when they insert all this other stuff and just blow them off them or something, you know. Right, but uh, I would do a version of that. That would that that would be interesting. I would I would probably I'd give it at least three episodes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on the pilot. <laughs> well, you know, if you if you need a script doctor, I'm good with dialogue. Uh, yes, so, <laughs> it's the only thing I'm good at as a writer, but I'm good at it. So. You write like people talk, unlike some people we know. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've given her shit about it, so not, Although, really, not I, really throwing shit. No, I don't write like people talk. I write like I talk, yeah. which is a problem <laughs> sometimes. But I can go back and go, oh, no, that's not. No, that's uh, the, the you need to change that up a little bit. But anyway, all right, man, I got to I got to get back to work and uh, uh, sling some lights. So uh, I will uh, I will tell you and the audience goodbye. And uh, hopefully we can do this again next week, maybe. Sounds like a plan. All right. I will talk to you later. Uh, Good night, folks. See you next week.